What's up, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning on Purpose, a daily podcast that aims to evoke a sense of positivity and possibility in your day. This is my first ever attempt at podcasting and serves as a process for me personally to overcome some obstacles and difficulties that I've experienced over the last many years, months, or even days. If nothing else, I can promise a positive or motivational message, an atmosphere of honesty, and a friendly hello from someone you've likely never met. Although there are many things in life that are likely out of your control, your perspective is yours alone, and from that perspective, the choices we make and the things we think impact our daily outcomes. So with that in mind, and without further ado, from me to you... Good morning. Today is February 14th, 2024, and today is Valentine's Day. Although there's a fair chance that if you're listening to this, it's not Valentine's Day. Today I'll be talking a little bit about the concept of love. And one form of love is self-care. You can practice some self-care by making sure that you're getting a well-balanced diet full of a variety of different vitamins and minerals. So today I'll review two new vitamins, their benefits, what happens if you're deficient in these vitamins, and some common sources that you can find them in. The first vitamin I'm going to speak on today is vitamin E. This is an antioxidant that protects your cells from damage and supports your immune system, eyes, skin, and nerves. It also helps your body make red blood cells and use vitamin K, which is the other vitamin that I'll be talking about today. Some of the best sources of vitamin E are vegetable oils, nuts, seeds, wheat germ, and some leafy green vegetables. For a bunch of different reasons, vitamin E deficiency is fairly rare, but it can cause muscle and nerve problems, vision loss, anemia, and bleeding disorders. So you want to make sure you're eating your leafy greens, your nuts, and your vegetables. Vitamin K is useful for blood clotting, which helps prevent excessive bleeding and helps your wounds heal. It also helps your body produce certain proteins that are involved in bone health and cell growth. Some of the best sources for this vitamin are leafy green vegetables, broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, and fermented foods. A deficiency in this can cause bleeding problems as well as bruising, osteoporosis, and fractures. It's important to note that a lot of vitamins and minerals work best in conjunction with each other, so it's good to combine certain types of foods, uh, but that's a tip for another day. In addition to self-love, you can have romantic love, you can have friendship, you can have familial love, even divine love, which has got to be a pretty extreme thing to receive. And rather than speak on my thoughts on love, I will simply describe to you the thoughts of two philosophers that I quote quite often on this podcast. The first is Aristotle, who strongly believes that the strongest type of love is the love of friends. This is a shout out for anyone who doesn't have a romantic partner with them here on this Valentine's Day. Just because you don't have someone to hold hands with or exchange Valentine's Day cards with doesn't mean you can't celebrate and appreciate the love that is in your life. Aristotle says, For without friends, no one would choose to live, though he had all other goods. Even rich men and those in possession of office and of dominating power are thought to need friends most of all. For what is the use of such prosperity without the opportunity of beneficence, which is exercised chiefly and in its most laudable form towards friends? Or how can prosperity be guarded and preserved without friends? The greater it is, the more exposed it is to risk. And in poverty and in other misfortunes, men think friends are the only refuge. It helps the young, too, to keep from error. It aids older people by ministering to their needs and supplementing the activities that are failing from weakness. Those in the prime of life, it stimulates to noble actions, two going together. For with friends, men are more able both to think and to act. 
Again, parent seems by nature to feel it for offspring and offspring for parent not only among men, but among birds and among most animals. Friendship seems to, to hold states together, and lawgivers to care more for it than for justice, for unanimity seems to be something like friendship, and this they aim at most of all, and expel faction as their worst enemy. And when men are friends, they have no need of justice, while when they are just, they need friendship as well, and the truest form of justice is thought to be a friendly quality. Oof, what a mouthful. So in essence, Aristotle sees many forms of love as an extension of friendship, even going as far to say that for lawmakers, having a country come together as one, that sense of unanimity, is a form of friendship. That when we can all come together in solidarity, that that's a form of friendship and love. And that when we exercise that to the fullest, we have no, we have less need for justice because we treat our countrymen, we treat our friends with a sense of care and love. The rich have a need for friends, those who have very little, who have experienced misfortune or poverty, have almost nothing but friends oftentimes. And you can hear that this type of love is something that no one, not even animals like birds, can do without. Aristotle believed in three different kinds of friendship. A friendship of utility, pleasure, or virtue. He found that the highest and most enduring form of friendship was one based on virtue, where the friends love each other for the sake of loving each other and wishing each other well. He felt as though friendship was essential for human happiness and for moral excellence. Plato, on the other hand, felt as though love was a desire for the eternal and for the good. He describes a ladder of love, where you ascend from the love of physical beauty or a person, all the way up to a love of spiritual beauty, which culminates in the love of beauty in and of itself. Here's a translation of his words. And the true order of going or being led by another to the things of love is to begin from the beauties of earth and mount upwards for the sake of that other beauty, using these as steps only, and from one going on to two, and from two to all fair forms, and from fair forms to fair practices, and, fair, and from fair practices to fair notions until from fair notions arrives at the notion of absolute beauty, and at last knows what the essence of beauty is. This is that life above all others which man should live, in the contemplation of beauty absolute, a beauty which, if you once beheld, you would see not to be after the measure of gold and garments, and individuals whose presence now entrances you. What if man had eyes to see the true beauty, the divine beauty, I mean, pure and clear and unallied, not clogged with the pollutions of mortality and all the colors and varieties of human life, that they're looking and holding converse with the true beauty, simple and divine. Remember how, in that communion only, beholding beauty with the eye of the mind, he will be enabled to bring forth not images of beauty, but realities, for he has hold of not an image, but of a reality, and bringing forth and nourishing the true virtue to become the friend of God and be immortal. Another mouthful, but you can hear in this quote that Plato defines love as recognizing beauty and that we can love the earth and what is natural and elevate that to a love of mortal or worldly things and elevate that to divine beauty, something so unfathomable and godlike that it really only exists in your mind. It exists in your mind as a reality instead of something that you can picture or see. I can't claim to fully really understand either of these philosophers full quotes but the concept i get here from plato is that if you can look at something like a sunrise and see beauty and be moved by it and similarly you can have a person that you care greatly for or you find to be very beautiful 
you can escalate these feelings all the way up to a love for your divine being or the thing that you have the most faith in or a concept that is so meaningful to you that again it's not something that you can see it's something that you truly believe and feel to plato by my understanding all forms of beauty are equivalent to love to continue to quote people who are far more wise and romantic than i am i'm going to read off a whole bunch of love related quotes for anyone in your life whether it's a romantic interest whether it's a family member or a friend whether it's a concept of love or someone who's not in your life anymore, I offer you these many quotes to think on and feel on and after this Valentine's Day. You are my heart, my life, my one and only thought. Arthur Conan Doyle. You've bewitched me body and soul, and I love, I love, I love you. I never wish to be parted from you from this day on. Jane Austen, Pride and Prejudice. I love you without knowing how or when or from where. I love you simply, without problems or pride. I love you in this way because I do not know any other way of loving but this, in which there is no I or you, so intimate that your hand upon my chest is my hand, so intimate that when I fall asleep, your eyes close. Pablo Neruda I am not yours, not lost in you, not lost, although I long to be, lost as a candle lit at noon, lost as a snowflake in the sea. You love me, and I love you still, a spirit beautiful and bright. Yet I am I, who long to be, lost as a light is lost in night. Sarah Teasdale I carry your heart with me. I carry it in my heart. I am never without it. Anywhere I go, you go, my dear. And whatever is done by only me is your doing, my darling. E.E. E. Cummings How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth of height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight. For the ends of being an ideal grace, I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need by sun and by candlelight. I love thee freely as men strive for night. I love thee purely as they turn from praise. I love thee with passion put to use in my old griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with a love I seemed to lose with my lost saints. I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life, and if God choose, I shall but love thee better after death. Elizabeth Barrett Browning. I fell in love the way you fall asleep, slowly and then all at once. John Green. You are my best friend, my human diary, and my other half. You mean the world to me, and I love you. Oh, uh, I'm not sure where that one came from. And finally, you know you're in love when you can't fall asleep because reality is finally better than your dreams. Dr. Seuss. And don't forget that a great form of self-love is to eat your vegetables. With all of these many and varying types of love, if you can feel it, live it, and know it, every single time the sun comes up and you open your eyes, you're sure to have a good morning on purpose. The music today was by Scott Buckley, and you can find more information about the tracks that I used in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.